What's up? This is Matt Verlack and Jake Johnson here, Founder Fight Club Podcast, Episode 2, about taking immediate action. What's up, Jake? Hey, how are you guys? We are excited to be here. It has been uh, a take action week for us, and we want to get into it. We talked uh, with you guys last week, gave you a little bit about our story, a little bit of the intent behind the podcast. And today is going to be our, our first episode really diving into something that we've done. Pretty cool. So this is podcast episode two. We did our first podcast not two weeks ago, two years ago, and failed to take action after that. Never seen the light of day. Ever, ever. Ever. There's some internal people on the Uplaunch team, uh, formerly the Run Your Gym team that have heard it. Um, But really, it goes back into this like big Pandora's box of like, why people don't take action. And Matt and I were talking about it a little bit earlier, and it's really just that fear, right? And so I want to frame it to Matt first, and then he can throw it back at me like, why didn't we do it? <laughs> yeah, I, I wish I had a good answer because um, logically there's no answer for it, right? We So we were at a, like what we thought was a pretty formative time in our company. We were making some decisions, trying to figure out, some strategies about, you know, an up launch, about some marketing automation stuff, whatever. Um, it's not the point. The point is like, it felt like a really important time to kind of document our journey. And uh, so I don't know, it was me and Jake in a hotel room um, on a business trip. And we just like mic'd up real quick and started talking about everything. And it was interesting because at that point, I didn't even really have a plan to like make it a podcast. It was just, I want to get this out of our brains and, and take a snapshot of the day. And uh, it would have been cool to make it a podcast, but it just, we never made the plan, I guess is what it comes down to. And, you know, it's funny, we think a lot in our business about marketing and the way small businesses market themselves. And, you know, I'm an avid listener of, you know, a couple of dozen different podcasts. And I know Jake is, uh, you know, pretty into that as well. And, you know, logically, all the reasons to start a podcast make sense. They drive great amounts of traffic. It's relatively easy to get downloads. You get to have access to cool people and bring them on for interviews, which is something that you guys are going to be getting on this podcast relatively soon. You know, everything makes sense. And yet for some inexplicable reason, we all still never do it, right? We just, we don't, we don't pull the trigger. We don't take action. We don't say, all right, I'm, I'm going to go do this. And, you know, I think a lot of it comes down to, um, either fear or imposter syndrome, you know, which is something that a lot of people talk about, especially in the tech world. Like, you know, you feel, am I good enough to be doing this? Why is anyone going to listen to me? Why does anybody care about what I have to say? Um, and uh, it's it's an interesting exercise to just put all that to bed and say, all right, well, it's the worst case that happens. We spend half an hour talking on a microphone and literally nobody listens to it. And I go on with my life and guess what? In two weeks, I'm going to record another episode and maybe two people listen to it, maybe four people listen to it. I feel like a champion, like 28 people listen to episode yeah. one. I mean, I practically famous. Yeah. Literally um, that's 28 more people than have ever listened to one of our podcasts. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. It's just one of those things where um, I think it's an internal commitment, you know, and whatever it is, whether it's writing content or recording a podcast or making a YouTube channel or doing something to put yourself out there or put your business out there, um, you know, it puts you in a vulnerable state and you just have to, to decide to embrace that and accept it and tell your internal monologue to shut the hell up and go do it anyway. Yeah. I love the internal monologue and like taking action. And I just think about like 
the biggest, the, the best thing, right? Like we, we spent two years talking ourselves out of what took us precisely two hours to do max. And I mean, that's what we do all the time. We spent more energy talking ourselves out of doing something than it took to just do it. And we talked ourselves out of it over time. At first it was like, I don't know. Do we have anything valuable to say? Are we fear of being accepted? Are we fearful of being judged? Like all these crazy things. Do people want to listen to anything that these two wingnuts are saying? Like all of that stuff. And then it like comes down to the tactician portion of it. And it's like, oh my God, we're paralyzed by all these decisions. We need a logo. We need a name. We need like <laughs> a microphone, like all of these things. And, and you just you use those as internal blockers in your mind. Well, I don't have this, so I can't do that. And I don't have this, so I, I can't do that. And like you said, today it's a podcast. Tomorrow it's a piece of content. The next day it's a Facebook ad. Regardless of what it is, all it takes is that mindset of, hey, I get the opportunity to do this today. I'm doing it and I'm not talking myself out of it. And um you know, it's funny leading up to the podcast, we had scheduled it like three separate times yeah. and we just pushed it onto the back burner because we were like, ah, maybe it's good. Maybe it's bad, but take action, get it done. was a really cool thing. How did you feel after the podcast? It was strangely therapeutic. It's funny. I, we, I felt like a, I felt like an Olympic champion, to be honest with you. It was, yeah, and, it was and it's weird because we didn't even really talk about anything. We just kind of introduced ourselves and said, Hey, what's up? We're going to do this podcast. And that was it. But it was so gratifying to just know that we just did it. You know, we have this thing and we we made a commitment. And yeah, so it's got, you know, 28 people listen to it. Whoopee. But there's 28 people who we promised we would get a second episode out for in two weeks. And so here we are making sure that we're going to fulfill what our commitment was because that's the kind of people we are. We may procrastinate, but the best way to get Matt and Jake to do something is to force us to publicly announce it. And then <laughs> we're not going to let anyone down. So now, now you got yourselves a podcast for better or for worse. Yeah. So here we are. Um, but it felt amazing. Um, just I, to I felt just like a weight. Like, yeah. You know, totally. like immediately I, I just remember like getting done and like pushing the publish button and being like, wow, like I feel like I don't know that I really felt a weight before that, but as soon as it was over, I was like, wow, a weight just lifted off my shoulder. Like we felt accomplished in that moment sure. and, and it was, it was pretty amazing feeling. Yeah. And the other thing I think with taking immediate action in anything is you have to just um, embrace the fact that it's okay to suck at something. You know, it's okay to not be great at it. I'm sure that, you know, I actually, I know for sure because he's one of my role models in podcasting. Uh, so I'll call him out, Pat Flynn on the Smart yeah. Passive Income podcast. It was one of the, the, probably the first podcast that Jake ever bullied me into listening to uh, long before we started our company. Now he teaches people how to start podcasts. Right. <laughs> um, but he did something interesting. You know, if you listen to his podcast, it's obviously very polished. He's a, you know extremely professional at what he does. But there was one episode, and I wish I could remember which one it is. If I can find it, I'll post it in the notes. But he put up a, an audio recording of his first attempt at doing a podcast. And it was not – if you listen to Pat, it's not the Pat Flynn that you are used to listening to. <laughs> yeah. um, but that was the whole message behind it is like newsflash. You're not going to be great at this the first time you do it. So put yourself out there. Get out of the comfort zone. Stop talking yourself out of it and just do it. Um, and I think that was – probably what was behind that cool feeling was just the feeling of like, Hey, we've liberated ourselves from this fear and we're just going to go do this thing. And, you know, uh, with any luck, we're not going to progressively get worse at it, which means hopefully we'll get better at it as time goes on and it's all good. Yeah. The, the best part of taking action, right. Is once the action is taken, it then becomes measurable to be able to improve upon. And I know 
Matt and I are the hardest on each other ever. And it's like, as soon as we were done, I listened to that podcast and I was like, oh my God, I, I ummed, ummed a hundred times and I did this and I did that. But you know what? It was amazing because I didn't feel defeated. Like initially leading up to the podcast, you think you would feel that emotion. I felt accomplished. And then I thought, wow, I think I could actually make this better and I think we can do better and we'll continue to strive to be better. And so now it's just one more, you know, little chip that you have that you can build upon um, and really, really focus on to make better. I want to let that lead into our fear and anxiety of doing something. Then we went right into our company and did it this week, which was a really cool thing. Another thing that we've always talked about as a part of our core values, um, being transparent. And so I want to challenge the question to you, Matt, just to talk about like, what does it mean transparency? Cause like, it's this, you know, maybe it's a buzzword, maybe it's not a buzzword. Um, we talk about it a lot and dealing with emotions with people being transparent, but then also as a company being transparent. And I think it's a cool cultural thing for us just to talk about and then lay it out there. Cause we took action upon being transparent last week too, um, in the business. Yeah, for sure. There's a, Transparency to me in a business, in a small business, means two things, right? Being transparent with your team and being transparent with your the external, I hate this word, stakeholders. What I mean by that is not just customers, but also being transparent in your marketing with the people that you're communicating with. So anyone out there in the space that you're working, uh, but especially your customers. Point being is that you know Jake and I have taken a very meticulous approach to crafting the culture at Uplaunch as far as <clears throat> excuse me, our internal team goes. And we're always pretty transparent across the board. Everyone knows our numbers and our metrics and our challenges and our goals. There's, there's no real information silos internally. But one of the challenges of running a software company um, is, you know, you've got some goals in the software world. It's called a roadmap, essentially, of the things you want to build. And those priorities despite the best efforts of having a predictable roadmap with benchmarks, they change and they change frequently. And, you know, there are things that people will look at and say, this is so easy. Why don't you just do it? I hate you guys because you're not doing X and, or even worse, you say something is coming and then you hit some kind of roadblock or something comes up or priority changes and, you know, the, the deadline gets blown. It, things are just a moving target sometimes. And, you know, there's really two approaches to mitigating that. The first one is to tell people nothing and then you can never disappoint them. <laughs> uh, that's what most software companies do. And the flip side, which, you know, hopefully this ends up paying off for us is to tell people everything and hopefully they support you in what you do. Um, and again, it's been that fight with fear, right? Our fight with fear on exactly how we deliver that message or the expectation of, of what that message is. And, and just really fighting the balance between what's our version of transparency in the company versus our version of transparency amongst ourselves. And we kind of challenged, fortunately, um, Mike, who's the head of our customer success, who's amazing, um, constantly bringing up stuff like this and really advocating for our customers and how we can provide a better experience. And Matt and I, having talked about it, it was like, look, it's time to take action on this. And let's let's put it into play. And Matt straight knocked it out of the park. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. I not. I, I at least had an at bat. Um, no. So I uh, we did a um, we call it a state of the up launch. <laughs> state of the up. Launch. <clears throat> and so basically, the thought was like, let's just lift the curtain on everything we're working on, even if we don't know when something's going to be ready, or even if it's 
more of a strategic, like directional change in where we're taking the software versus saying, hey, this feature is going to ship on April 11th, so get ready for it. You know, because those are the kind of deadlines that people are comfortable with. When you say, hey, I know that we're going to achieve this goal on this day, then you tell everyone. Um, and we really uh, did some things that, that are a little uncomfortable. You know, there's, we're making some foundational changes. He's sugarcoating it. It's a lot uncomfortable. All right, that's cool. It's, um, <laughs> so, so it's just some things that, you know, some changes to the way that our software operates and the way that it's organized. Um, and it's not even fully baked yet, really. You want to know the truth. Like, we're still figuring out some of how it's going to look and how it's going to be represented. But at the end of the day, when you think about it, like who better to get feedback from than the people who are going to be using it? And, you know, I feel very lucky that we have the type of customer base that can handle it, right? That can support it and say, hey, I understand that you guys are trying to find a way to make what you're doing even better than what it is today. And, you know, I'm, we're down to go on that journey with you and give you feedback and help you iterate. I mean, the, the support we've had from our customers is just constantly floors me. So we're very lucky in that respect, but it's always a little bit nerve wracking to say, Hey, we're working on this thing. And to be real with you, I hope it's going to be good. Um, and, and also we're not sure when it's going to be ready. So awesome. Now you're all excited about it. It'll be done when it's done. Um, so that's, that's a tricky one to, uh, to, to accomplish. But, you know, I, like I said, I, I just kind of, a lot that manifested from that though, from yeah. our customers, like there was so much legitimate excitement from our customers from that there was legitimate excitement from our team yeah because like a lot of us are just constantly grinding and pushing things around behind the scenes um and we don't ever see that direct implication of, of what that work or some of that work that doesn't come to fruition and so we got to see our our clients get really excited we got really excited as a team and it all related back to us doing something that was uncomfortable taking action um putting the fear of being judged aside, putting the anxiety um, of us not doing it the perfect way um, aside and really just saying, you know what, like gut check to education check, like this is the right thing to do. And right. like, I think there's so much to be said for that and not talking ourselves out of it because we're, we're people are good at talking, you know, we're good at talking ourselves out of doing stuff. And so cool, really cool real world example of just like, Hey, like another place that we took action that there was a lot of fear and a lot of anxiety around and a lot of just like unknown factors. Um, you know, we always say you make decisions based on the information you have right now and the information you have tomorrow is going to change. Um, yeah, definitely. It's, uh, yeah, I don't know if anything else to add. It was was pretty cool. It was, uh, it was cool. And, And it's, it's kind of just built a little more confidence to me to be able to, I don't know, maybe like shoot out a blog post every couple of weeks and say, hey, Uplaunch Nation, here's what we've been working on. Here's some of the challenges I faced. Here's here's what we've got in the pipe. And just just show it because at the end of the day, you know, we're a small business that works with other small businesses. Most of the people listening to this podcast are probably entrepreneurs. And so it's not like some big corporate machine with a million people. <laughs> it's like some soulless entity, right? At the end of the day, we're human beings trying to build an amazing experience for other human beings who are trying to run successful businesses. I mean, so I love the action on top of like, you know, as you're talking, I'm like, just kind of thinking like, you know, we did the podcast that prior week and it, you know, we built a little motivation on that. That was like our first, like really putting ourselves out there. And I wonder how much that action led to our confidence in taking the next action, which then had an immediate effect on our customer base and immediate effect on our whole team. And so a lot of those things that, 
you can paralyze yourself with decisions about taking action and never know what you're missing out. You got the hashtag FOMO, right? <laughs> right. So, and the, the other thing, uh, and the last part before we dive into some of the actionable stuff we want to talk about today is um, there are very few, like when you bucket this into like taking immediate actions and things that make you uncomfortable, there are very few immediate actions you can tank that are that you can take that will actually tank your company. Like if we make the worst podcast in the world and do a horrible up launch office hours, um, we might disappoint some people or maybe even make a couple people angry. That's the worst case scenario, but we probably won't be out of business the next day because of it. And so the point is that these things feel like a big deal, but even if you completely fail, it's a small failure and you can get up tomorrow and do a better job and figure out how to tweak it and go from there. But you'll still be further ahead than you were if you never did anything. So, Which we love. And so we're going to give you guys an amazing tool to put in your toolbox today. Um, I think it's amazing. It's cool. It's basically the framework that we went through in an hour to go from zero podcast to, <laughs> to one podcast to, to <laughs> one podcast. Um, but before we get into the podcast, I just don't want to, or before we get into how we built the podcast, I don't want that to change you guys and think like, Oh, now I have to go start a podcast. We don't want you to do anything other than take action. Right. And know that we're scared just like anybody else is scared. And, um, we know that people are probably going to judge us and our microphone, like we were adjusting the gate on the microphone because of the last episode, but constant improvement, get out there, do something to make your business better or your relationship better with your spouse or make something better. Take action on it this week so that you can be in this position the next week, improving upon that outcome. So, uh, let's get into building an amazing podcast in 60 minutes, right? So what are the things you need? to make a podcast, um, a phone period. If you wanted a minimum MVP, minimum viable podcast, <laughs> a phone, there you go. You need a phone. Um, there's preferably an, not a flip one, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, your, your grandfather's, uh, yeah. technology is not, not gonna, work. not gonna help here. So look, and don't worry about like, if you're listening to this in your car, we'll put all the links to all the tools that we used in the notes, but um, so we used a really cool, uh, service called anchor.fm for the actual hosting and distribution of the podcast free, which is awesome. And you literally can just upload your audio to anchor and it distributes it everywhere. Um, it's very quickly becoming the go-to place that a lot of new podcasters are hosting their stuff because it's super easy to use. Uh, so that was the, that was my first stop is anchor. They, they have an app. So when I talk about like, the minimum amount of stuff you need to actually uh, make a podcast, you can literally download the Anchor app on your phone, open it up, hit new episode, and make an, a podcast episode from your cell phone with no equipment, and it's a done deal. And so guess what? Do not, if you want to start a podcast, get the app, record the podcast. When we did our podcast, we didn't have a logo. We didn't have a name. We didn't have anything. Right. We recorded a podcast that way, the action of doing that was done and we had something. Just get it out there. Get it recorded. Get ready. And then everything else will fall into place. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so that that's literally all you need is a phone. Now, um, you know, we are a remote team with our business. So especially um, myself and Jake, we spend a lot of time on video calls. So we have a decent mic for the business. Um, what is this one? A Blue Yeti, Blue. I think. Yeah, it's a Blue Yeti. And then I've got some crazy blue yeti stand yeah it's like a little package <laughs> we'll link, we'll link that stuff too yeah so that's fine you don't need it is the point um we've got it it's a mic it sounds cool whatever um 
So it's a simple USB mic. You just plug it in the back of the computer and it's all set. Um, so take it or leave it. Uh, that's the mic we use. It's all good. That was something we had laying around. Um, the other thing that we set up that, again, is entirely optional, uh, we use a service called Zencaster to actually capture the recordings. The only reason that we did this instead of recording directly into anchors because Zencaster lets you get um, like have other people call in or jump on the podcast and you get both sides of the audio. So it's not always going to be Jake and I droning on, I promise. Yeah. Um, we've already got three or four incredible um, people who are going to come on the podcast and chat with us. And so Zencaster is a really easy way to do that where we can have solid audio quality. Uh, we paid 20 bucks a month for the plan on Zencaster. We actually haven't paid him anything yet because we're still on a trial. 14-day <laughs> yeah. trial. What's up? Um, so that's a scoop. So total cost so far, 20 bucks a month. Um, the next thing that we needed when we set up our Anchor account was a logo. Um, I could have spent probably a month screwing around trying to make some beautiful logo. And I said, that would be an absolutely horrific waste of time. So I uh, went to a little service that we know called logo joy. Um, and you punch in the name and you punch in some colors and they will spit out like a hundred different logos from a little logo generator. Yep. We have an, a really incredibly um, inventive logo. It is a scribble with the words of our podcast, the name below it. It's incredible. The point was that I've never listened to a podcast because of the logo. I listened to the podcast because of the content. And so it was not a decision worth jamming up the works on. And so I went to Logo Joy. I punched some stuff in. I think within we, seven minutes, yeah. we had a logo. We tweaked the colors a little bit. We changed the font a little bit. And it was like, yeah, the first, it looks, the first one we didn't hate, we bought. Yeah, that looks awesome. Let's yeah, roll with that one because it doesn't matter. Just get it out there. Yeah. And if it becomes, if you get, you know, podcast famous, that you can make a better logo later. It's all good yep. once you're famous. Um, so that was 60 bucks one time. Done deal. And then the last thing I wanted to have was some kind of actual website. You know, we came up with a name. The name is actually a really interesting, highly scientific process. I said to Jake, what should we name it? He said, Founder Fight Club. And I said, okay. So that's how, that's how we came up with the name. And um, the domain was available. So that was cool. And uh, we bought the donate, domain. That was three bucks. And uh, from there, we needed to spin up a really simple website. And uh, there's another rabbit hole that is really easy to go down. You're setting up WordPress. You're doing this. You got plugins. And next thing you know, you're eight hours into um, a little side project. So there's a service called Card that um, spins up very simple, pre-built, single-page websites. Um, they have a little embed. So I could put the Anchor episodes on there. That is $20 a year. So about that. So we are at total investment for the podcast, um, under a hundred bucks to start up and 20 bucks a month. And the only reason it's monthly is for Zencaster. If it wasn't for that, uh, I think even they may have a free plan. Um, and you're set. So for under a hundred dollars, we got the podcast started. It took us probably between 60 and 90 minutes. That includes everything from the logo to the website, to, uh, recording the actual episode and publishing, and the publishing episode. it and the whole nine yards. And that's it. So, I mean, that is the actual physical process we used in March 2019. Those are the tools that are available to start the podcast. Under 100 bucks, under two hours um, from talking about it for three years to saying, all right, this is done. We took action. We're live. We're up and running. And it's a done deal. So, And here we are shooting episode two and, and feeling good about it, feeling confident, letting confidence build, and hopefully delivering some knowledge to you guys. One thing that was cool about um, 
Anchor FM because it publishes to all channels, right? So we have like it's on iTunes, our um, podcast on iTunes now, it's on Spotify, so you guys can find it um, through multiple channels. So that was a cool thing to be able to do as well, rather than getting in the web, right? Oh, do I go on iTunes? Do I do this? Do I do that? Right? The tools are there, so you don't have to. The less decision making you have to do, every decision you got to make stands in the way of taking action. And so just don't worry about them. Just find ways to just not have to worry about making a decision. Don't want to mess around with a logo? Great. Punch it in a builder, grab the first one you don't hate, now you have a logo. Come up with a name. Great, you got a name. All this stuff can change later if it needs to. Name's a little tough, but all the rest of it can change <laughs> later. Um, point is, just take action. Get it out there. Try to do something amazing. That's what we're here doing. It's two regular human beings um, taking immediate, imperfect action to run a very transparent company and uh, talk about some of the, the struggles, trials, and tribulations and wins and inspirational moments too that come along with that journey. So that's what's up. We're starting to line up some guests for this thing. Um, again, uh, in the mission of being as transparent as possible is, is not one of those things where we've you know actually pre-shot the first 15 episodes with all these guests and we can put you together this whole polished plan. Um, this is every bit as authentic as, as we said it was. And we're putting it together as we go. I've got, I think, three people confirmed um, that are going to come on and chat with us about their entrepreneurial journeys, which is going to be super cool. And uh, that's it. So our next podcast, we are going to record from New York City. That's we'll right. Be at uh, about the time you guys are listening to this, we'll be at LTVCon. Yep. Right. That's right. So, yeah, cool. we'll be in New York City. Checking that out. We will drop some nuggets from that. I'm sure whatever we can grab from that is wins and communicate to you guys. We will absolutely do. Um, we're right there, man. 25 minutes in that 20 minute time frame. I don't know what else we could say, but go out there and take action um, and know that you know, it's going to be good, whatever you do. And the best part of it is you're going to be able to improve upon it, which we love. So that's it. Thanks for listening, guys. Catch you in a couple of weeks. See you guys.